Okay, so let me pull this up. Yes. Alright, thank you. Hello, everyone. We're coming to you live from a potato. Um, I'm out in the... What would you call this area? Koa? <laughs> no. Like, like the, like the, the, the boonies. Um, the boondocks. The boondocks. <laughs> I'm out in the boondocks right oh, now. And, uh, I'm using my horrible laptop. Um, so, uh, apologies if the, if the quality of this production is not up to, up to that Game Busters standard. <laughs> you know, people have come to expect that, like, Nintendo polish on these podcasts. Hey, you know, we, we've even got our openings going in sync now. So, you know, we have reached a high standard. Yeah, and I mean we're so we're so dedicated to recording that we're recording like six instances of this podcast right now just to make sure. <laughs> oh, it's definitely not because we've been burnt before or anything. Never. No, it's not, and it's not because we lost an entire audio track and had to improvise and re-record it last week. Oh no, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> little scarred. Um, all right, so everyone, welcome to Game Busters. This is a, a podcast from GameLuster.com. Uh, so usually every week what we'll do is we'll do a deep dive into a specific game and talk about our feelings on it and thoughts and like how it's aged and such and such. But uh, today is the Game Busters Halloween Spooktacular. I Make some sounds. Appreciate the effort though. <laughs> 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 it's exciting. Like, woo. I'm your ghost host with the most. I'm Nirav. Um You can tell who does so, the most D&D here. Yeah, I'm... I'm trying very hard to carry this right now. <laughs> um, so today we're going to have a non-traditional format, so this is not really the typical like way the podcast goes. But um, So today I am joined, of course, as always, by my lovely co-host, Ree. Yo. Oh, did I not get picked up yet? Yo. Okay. Discord was being weird then. <laughs> Smooth. Are you saying things? I introduced you. <laughs> I did say something, but Discord decided I wasn't saying anything. So. Okay. Very good. Uh, this is... Actually, still one of the better intros we've done. And we have our special guest, uh, Jess, from Game Luster. Hello. And uh, Becca, from next to me. <laughs> that is where I'm located, yes. Okay, we did it. Um, so, we're just going to ease in a little bit with the opening. How long do you think that you would last in a horror movie? Oh, God. Um, <clears throat> about approximately 30 seconds. Um, I, I was would, hoping for 30 minutes. I would... You'd- I would run out of the film. Like, I I'm, I wouldn't be there for that. Uh-huh. The second anything spooky is going on, I'm out. It'd be the most boring horror movie. Like, I'd, I'd be that stupid ass that, like, buys a haunted mansion and then immediately it's like, no, this doesn't feel like a worthwhile investment. Um, I'm going to cut my losses and leave. It would be a very boring horror movie. Even if they're like, you have to stay the night to, like, secure <laughs> the mansion or whatever, like, otherwise you, like, lose it. I'd be like, no, nah, I'm, I'm quite happy with my uh, one bedroom place. I'll stay there. Less ghosts. Okay, interesting. Uh, I think uh, it. I think my standing in the horror movie like is directly dependent on if there is a black person in the movie. Because if there <laughs> if there isn't, then I'm definitely gonna die first. <laughs> and but but if there is, I could see myself making it to like you know thirty seven, thirty eight minutes into the film. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Might be one of the first to go. Maybe not the first, but like definitely second or third. Are any of y'all a cheerleader by chance? I used to do gymnastics, so that's not getting a favor. Do, do you guys, like, have cheerleading over there? Not really. No, not Interesting. really. Huh. What is the British version of that? Um, <laughs> clapping. <laughs> yeah, you know, you... clapping. Or getting drunk at a football <laughs> game. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think getting drunk and screaming from the stands, I guess. Yeah. Is <laughs> probably. Um, <laughs> very cool. Um, okay. Uh, Jess, I don't know. How long do you think you'd make it? Do you have uh, any strats? If I'm being chased, I can't run very far. So uh, as long as there's no physical activity, I might be able to last a while. It's just a I mean, monster is what we need. Yeah. It's an exciting <laughs> horror film. It's like, there can be no action at all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For sure. It's okay. got to be like nice. a killer snail or something. <laughs> Do you, I don't know if any of you are like familiar with like Reddit lore, but like there was a very famous uh, uh, Ask Reddit question from like two or three years ago, which blew up and had like hundreds of thousands of participants in this. But the idea was that there is a snail chasing you forever and it's always trying to kill you but like you can like but it, but if you do that if you accept the snail into your life then you get uh, a million dollars every year um as long as you let the in like you, the snail has to keep chasing you forever like do you take that deal who's providing you with a million dollars the snail question. he likes it <laughs> it's for his entertainment Oh, that's, that is a tempting offer. To be fair, I mean, I'm I'm not confident in my like physical abilities, but I do think I could outrun a snail. Let's see if I can find this. Hold on. Oh, no. I, I want to find the exact conditions of this this fight. <laughs> the contract. Pull it up. The contract. I'm pulling yes. up the contract right now. Hold on. Um, this is one of those things like the okay. You and a super intelligent snail both get one million dollars, and you both become immortal. However, you die if the oh, no. snail touches you. It always knows where you are and is slowly crawling towards you. What is your plan? Okay. I'm sorry. I love how it specifies that the snail gets a million dollars as well. As if- <laughs> the snail also <laughs> has access to a million dollars. What is he going to spend his money on? He's going to buy a plane. I mean, like, <laughs> that you can, and the snail could has a lot of access to faster vehicles. I guess with a million dollars. Yeah, definitely. No. Like, can he drive them? All I like, can think about right now... hire a chauffeur? <laughs> All I can think about right now is, like, Dwight's plan in the office with the perfect crime. I was like, nope, I sold the chandelier. Her, she's Tiffany. <laughs> um, okay, cool. So, uh, for the first segment today, I want to just kind of go around and we'll, we'll talk about our favorite horror games and, like, uh, I guess why we like them and what, what do you, and maybe try to get down to the bottom of, like, what makes, uh, what separates a good horror game from, like, a bad one. So, Jess, I know you're, like, the biggest, like, horror fan among us. Why don't you kick us off? Um, my favorite horror games would be Alien Isolation, Resident Evil 2, the remake, but I also enjoy mm-hmm. the original Resident Evil. Um, Evil Within, but specifically the second one, because I don't think the first one was much of a horror game. It was a bit more of a, you know, like a slasher kind of thing. Um, okay. And uh, then I'd also put in Bioshock as a horror game, because I know it's like, it yeah, it definitely is. Scary, scary. So really, I'd put, I'd say a good horror game is something that uses like psychological horror to scare you. I think um, uh, jump scares and gore is like overused a lot in a lot in films and games in the past so i feel like psychological horror at the moment has been the most successful yeah i think so i i wonder if uh you, you've reminded me of something I, I heard before where um on some uh podcast they were talking about how like each it, it, there's like always like some sort of thing that is really scary to people that that seems to be dominating like the the pop culture of the time and it's almost like always like strictly like directly dependent on real world events like what we are scared of right now oh and like interesting 
Yeah, like, the, there was, like, a whole thing about how, like, when, like, the nuclear age came about, like, the idea of the apocalypse and, like, irradiated sort of, like, creatures became, like, the new thing. Like, you, you, you use, use science and radiation in that age of, of, like, space technology to create, like, you know, the Frankenstein's monster became popular and all that kind of stuff. And, like, uh, you know, forward and then, like, in the last 20 years, like, I mean, I think we can all agree it's been zombies has kind of been the thing. <laughs> what well, uh, was it that, like, made us scared of zombies? <laughs> That's a very... Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm curious, I don't know. to real life. <laughs> the, but, like, now, like, I don't know, it seems to... I'm not, like, a massive horror aficionado, but it seems to be, like, claustrophobia and, like, isolation seems to be the big theme. I think isolation is... I think you definitely hit it. Like, isolation... I guess alien isolation yeah. is a good one, then. <laughs> But, yeah, I think, like, being separated and being alone, and, like, I think in the next, like, few years, it's probably going to be exacerbated just by the the real isolation, I guess. (laughs) But we don't talk about that on this podcast. (laughs) No, not here, not here. Uh, Cool. Okay, so, Rhi, what are are some of your faves? Okay, so, I'm, like, the complete opposite of Jess. I'm a complete wimp of horror. I I don't actually like it much as a genre, but um, the reason why I want to be, like, on this episode, not only just because I'm the co-host and I have to be, but also because I started playing Bioshock recently, um, not actually realising it was horror. I just had it um, on my PlayStation, and I thought, oh, that's a cool, like, 50s aesthetic. It's a shooty-shoot. It's a shooty-shoot. I thought it it was literally just, like, the Fallout aesthetic, but just (laughs) shooty-shoot. So I was like, okay, I can do this. Pretty cool. Uh, then I saw one of the what are they called big daddies. Oh, yeah, God. we love holy big daddies. Sh- holy shit! Like I, <laughs> I, I screamed. Um, and even just the normal enemies, I've already forgot what they're called. The zombie dudes. The, the splicers are the like splicers. my worst nightmare. I hate them so much. It's not even the fact that they make me jump. It's the fact that just their entire concept, the entire lore around them, is just terrifying. I don't know all the lore yet because I haven't completed it. Um, but it's just like even when I can see one right in front of me and I have the upper hand because they haven't noticed me I'm still scared to go near them because what they say is creepy, their whole design is creepy Um, but I'm sticking with it anyway even though I usually hate horror and I think it is because like Jess was saying it doesn't rely too much on like jump scares, there are a few but it's I can't help but be pulled in because it feels so bloody satisfying when I like um and I'm like terrified of a sequence ahead and I get through it and it's just so immersive um with like I don't know the the environmentals of like the of um Rapture just I, they blend together so well with the combat and just being bloody terrifying um so I think that's what makes a good horror game just like a lot of consistency using like so many elements to make you scared okay yeah, I, I think so. I mean, like, I like, uh, I, I think the, I think definitely the thing that we're honing in on is like, you want like stuff that like gets into your head, I guess. And I, I think, uh, yeah, I, I, I get that. Um, Becca, what about you? Uh, I like don't play a lot of horror games. I've played a couple, usually once a year around this time of year. Um, one that stuck with me and I think back on a good bit is Vampire. Um, <laughs> just because, like, you get to become the monster, and, like, even if you try not to become the monster, like, the game and its mechanics, like, forces you to make those tough decisions if you do want to, like, beat boss battles, or if, uh, the other option is, of course, like, grinding bad guys forever, but, like, it kind of, yeah. like, forces you into, like, who, like, who am I willing to sacrifice? What district do I want to sacrifice? And it, like, also forces you to, like, get to know the characters before killing them, because you get more experience. Oh, no. 
Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I think that, like, I think, like, Vamp- Vampire was, like, a very close to being a great game and just, oh, so close. Almost made it. <laughs> very close. Um, the glitches were terrible. <laughs> also, the combat is bad. Yes. <laughs> uh, have either of y'all played that? No, I've heard of it. I didn't actually know anything um, about it. It's a. Uh, it's from Don't Nod. It was the. It was like. I was actually literally the second game they made after Life is Strange, which is hilarious. Hmm. Just the transition between <laughs> those two. Say, that sounds well, very definitely. different because all their other stuff <laughs> seems to be fairly consistent with Life is Strange. Yeah, the other stuff is they really went out on a limb, and then I, I think the they reason is like back. they tried to they tried to go out and jump on something else, and it like didn't quite hit. Like Vamp- Vampire had like middling success, and like you know got like sevens across the board from reviews, and like they're like, okay, maybe we should just go back to the Life is Strange lane and stay there forever. <laughs> the idea was anymore. so good. <laughs> yeah, it's a great and like honestly, the RPG parts of it and the dialogue works so well, and it's really it's groundbreaking how they do it. Yeah. Like. But the rest of the 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 combat is bad and execution dumb. was poor. Execution's poor. Anyway, um, that's a good one. Um, I think I, I consistently say my my solidly my favorite horror game is Little Nightmares, which I don't know if you guys are familiar with. Has anyone played it? No, uh, I haven't, but I really want to. It is so so good. You can do it in like one sitting if you're dedicated. It's like five hours. Um, but. Uh, I would also have a friend present. <laughs> it's not. It's not. And it's not really the scariest horror game, but I think it is the best one because, like, what it does is like it. It very, very slowly like adds on to like there. So there's like five worlds basically. The whole game is you. You're this little character called Six. You're this little child, and you wake up in the bottom of this gigantic like freighter boat. And there's a bunch of just, like, dead kids in cages around you. And you are trying to kind of just make your way through this, like, horrifying ship with, like, all of this, like... The, the like, I don't know, like, the physics of it doesn't don't make sense either. Like, the world itself is, is seems to be fighting you. And, like, uh, you basically are just trying to get out of here. And there's, like, five sort of areas you go through. And each one, there's, like, a new, like... The first one is just, there's just one monster for the entire area, and it's this, it's this horrifyingly mutated thing. It's like a guy, it looks like a guy, but it's like four feet tall, but his head is like maybe the size of like six watermelons, and it's like slumping to the side, <laughs> and its arms are about ten feet long each, and it has to drag its arms around. Oh, but gross. like if the, but like if the arm catches you, it like retracts you quickly, and then, you know, it, it eats you right there. Charming. Um, but like the whole the whole bottom floor with this thing, you find out this thing is like a caretaker, and like there's a bunch of babies and cribs and stuff that it's like watching over, that it's like growing into children. <laughs> it's like all it it basically one thing I think that Little Nightmares does so well is that there are no words in it, no written or spoken words in the entire game from the second you start it up, um, and it it does such a good job communicating like the theme it's about because like the whole the whole story is about gluttony and it's about the horror of realizing what gluttony can do to you like wanting more and more and more and more and never being satisfied but like it's a very powerful i think my my thing i was going to get at is i think like horror games suffer sometimes from not being centralized around a theme and i think that's one thing where bioshock definitely shines obviously they have a very strong theme of capitalism bad (laughs) um (laughs) But yeah, like I think that's a one cool thing. Uh, the other, the other one I'm going to give a shout out to was Hellblade: Senua's Sacrifice, um, which is an excellent and terrifying game. Um, if any, have, have any has anyone played that one? 
No. You guys are killing me. (laughs) Killing me. (laughs) Um, That one's a really good one, but basically that... It's like one of the most critically acclaimed games of the last, like, decade. (laughs) You should play it. Um, But uh, it's a a horror game in which uh, the main character, like... Her, her lover has been, like, taken by the Queen of Hell, and she, like, ventures into this Norse mythology version of Hell, basically, to bring him back. But she also suffers from psychosis, and this game went, like, super, super out of the way to, like, work with patients and doctors and psychiatrists and accurately represent and, and convey the symptoms of psychosis. And so, like, you have to play the game with headphones. But basically the entire time you're going through this, like, hellscape, you don't know what you're if what you're seeing or hearing is real at any given time, because like that's that's what psychosis people like you know or, or you know patients suffer from. Like they don't know if the things that they see or hear are real. Yeah. And so you very consistently will hear voices in your head telling you like go right or like go left or pick that up or don't fight that thing. But half the time they are trying to help you and half the time they're trying to kill you. Oh, that's and like fun. there just isn't any way to know. Yeah. And it just does such a great job of, like, getting underneath your skin. And, and like, once you're done playing, you, like, don't know what's real in the real world, you know? And it's, like, <laughs> this is what people live like, though, you know? Yeah. And it, it's it's horrifying to realize that. And that, I think that's, t- like, taking it to, like, the real life thing. Like, this is what some people really experience. And it's, like, man, I couldn't last 15 minutes in there. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, I've I've sort of prattled on a bit. Oh no! I, I am becoming British again. Please, please get me out of here. <laughs> nice. I swear, it's it's getting more and more frequent that you use yeah, a it's, British word. It's coming. It's coming up really quickly. Like I, I don't think I told you, Becca. I called my apartment a flat last oh, no. week. <laughs> um, That's, you're going in deep. I'm getting. I'm getting. It's getting bad. Um, the infection is taking. Are there? Hold. Are there at least any Americanisms that you're picking up over there? Um, I did say, like, mom the other day instead of mom, and that's really Hey, okay. I'll take that as a victory. <laughs> never I, I say apartment. Yeah, yeah, I, I say, say apartment as well, actually. Okay. Yeah. It sounds you guys have switched the words for the place <laughs> in which you live. Okay, I'd well, live in an apartment than a flat. It sounds nicer. <laughs> I think, well, I think, in, I think in England, I think an apartment is a thing, but it's supposed to be, like, a really high-end suite kind of a thing, right? Is what it kind <laughs> yeah. of conveys. I think yeah. so, actually, yeah, whereas flat is just a couple of rooms, which I guess is what an apartment is over there. I don't yeah, know. we're, we're in one right now. Hey. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, so that was cool. Does anyone else want to throw anything out? Any shout outs to really cool horror game ideas or anything that, that like any any games that like did something cool you want to throw a shout out to? Oh, okay. This is going to where I show like my lack of horror game knowledge. So I'm going to have to talk about a non-horror game, but... There's this one bit in Fallout New Vegas because, of course, is um, it the vault? Yeah, it's the vault. With yeah, the, the plant oh, vault. That's terrifying yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. Oh Jesus God. Christ. Te- I actually um on my on one of my millions of playthroughs, mm-hmm. I turned the HUD off, so I had to like just look at the environment to like guess where everything is. And sometimes I couldn't do that because the game isn't built around that. But in that one, I could, and there it was fucking terrifying because i could hear those enemies and i couldn't see them on like the hud like where they are i really recommend playing it like that because then you see a bit of green growing in the corner and you just like waste so many bullets shooting into it in case there is one in there 
um, <laughs> and there might not even be one there, and then maybe there is. It's a really fun way to play that that particular mission. Really, that's a really great. Uh, just for reference, there is a vault in Fallout New Vegas that was like the result of these plant experiments. Basically, like these these people were locked away in here with this spore virus, and it took hold of them, and for like a hundred years they've been in this vault and th these people have become these plant creatures and like they they've become one with the plants and the oh. whole thing is like this horrifying greenhouse actually if you played re2 like the the ivies and like the whole lab scenario that's it's similar to that actually um but yeah it's that's that's one of the better missions which is saying something um because <laughs> like yeah also quick shout out to prey uh, which is one of my favorite games ever, which is like the, you know, the, the spiritual sequel to Bioshock. So it's very similar, but um, yeah, that one, they, the aliens, you know, they eat the worst part of that for me. Uh, so Prey is really famous for the mimics, you know, the little aliens that can turn into literally anything in the game mm -hmm. and you never know what's a mimic, but there's the worst part that made me just like cry was during like the first, like the first like hour of the game. I saw a health pack on the ground, and the health pack was a mimic. <laughs> like, it was like a floating, glowing health pack and everything, and it was it was a mimic. Um, and it, and it, did, it did get me. But um, the scariest part of that is, like, the Typhon, uh, the, the um, oh, I can't remember what they're called. One of them, the Phantoms, they, they, they consume people, and then they, like, tear their voice boxes out, and then oh, when they God. walk, they walk around... They, like, are, like, these jagged, like, fizzling creatures that, like, can't keep their solid form together. And, like, they're, like, stalking around these rooms. And, like, y they just keep repeating, like, the last words of the last person they killed. Like, in oh, their voice. But, like, no, no, but it's, you. like, it's, like, mockingly trying to pretend to be their voice almost. Getting Doctor Who <laughs> feels from, yeah. like, the library. Ooh, yeah. It's very good. Anyone ever go play Prey, please. Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh so our our main uh, big thing today is uh, I've uh, I've tried to cobble together. I think we have enough ideas to do this. Um, so what I've what I've done is um, there was an old podcast that was a, a favorite of mine, uh, Cool Games Inc. That is uh, has been ended for a while. But basically, what they did was collect submissions from fans about like an idea for a video game to make, and then like try to make it. Uh, and so we're gonna we're gonna be doing that i've got a good number of suggestions here for horror games specifically so this is spook games inc that's our company um we're gonna be publishing some some of these horror games here and we're gonna work together to workshop these into something good and and marketable okay all right nice let's do this gonna make so much all right. money off of this so let's see let's start from the beginning here um starting off strong from my friend ashley she sent me a video of her cat blocking the stairs back to her house from the basement and screaming while she yells at it i own this house <laughs> oh, yeah. so like the cat is like the boss battle that we need to i wonder if this is one of those ones where like there's only one monster you know like the cat is like the one monster kind of a thing yeah hmm. like do we lure it away but like I there's like has to be like multiple options like how to face the cat like there is a horror to like <laughs> being like no i know i own this house and the cat being like silently like shaking its head no like i own it's this like, house yeah i was about to say maybe the cat like is actually just representing their anxiety. Like, they're being gaslit by someone and they materialise that in the form of this cute, adorable cat. It's a psychological <laughs> horror. You don't know what's real. And it's it represents, like, our anxieties around coronavirus and being evicted and landlords, you know? Um, yeah. 
But it's like this binding of Isaac trying to... Oh, you know what? There's our theme, too, we can wrap around, is sort of, like, the the fear of, like, you know, just capitalism taking away the only, like, our our rights to live, you know? (laughs) That's good. (laughs) Definitely a little... Okay. Uh, That's that's pretty good. Uh, Let's try this one from uh, Brudanis on on Discord. A game where you're peeing and you have to zip up your fly without cutting your dick off. (laughs) Which is... That's just real life, man. (laughs) I don't know what to tell you, man. (laughs) VR game. We're, we're, we're all, we're all, it's a VR game, yeah. That's a very well, like, you've got the like, time this game would take. I yeah, feel like you have, it's to, a very you have to have the PlayStation move stick, for sure. <laughs> um, and, and the, 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 the real, the real terror of this is if you lose the game, like, in addition, I, I think you've also cut your PlayStation move controller in half and rendered it useless. <laughs> I think there needs to be, like, different levels that you have to, like, face, like, different things scaring you. Like, oh, yeah, you, yeah, like, yeah. Each one is, like, progressively worse. And one of them's, like, just, like, a big guy, and he's like, <laughs> You know, it's like, oh my god. <laughs> okay, nice. Um, I don't, I don't think we've found our good one yet. We, we're gonna find, we're gonna try to find one of these that's like the nug, which is like okay. the one that we're gonna like actually put out. Um, all right, from uh, Nikhil, uh, we've fighting the ghosts of Bach and Beethoven and Mozart as boss battles. Maybe advancing through musical periods of history by exploring haunted opera houses and theaters could be cool to incorporate each time period. There is some kind of combat with the ghosts, so like I think that's cool. Yeah, that's um, actual. That's not idea. Yeah, we we got well. Yeah, I, I I asked people like you can do like a stupid submission or a fun or like a serious one, and I think this is the one serious one we got. <laughs> um, that reminds me of that one mission in Bioshock where you I can't remember his name, but he's the artist, and like your final boss. Oh fight my god, is, that was a really good boss fight. In that like theater and uh, to this like classical music. Yeah, they do. They do a similar one in Infinite with like that peop- that guy like performing on the stage, and then the, like with the crows and everything. Um, yeah, that's a uh, yeah, that's really good. Um, I think this also happened in Luigi's Mansion. <laughs> <laughs> there was a in Luigi's Mansion three. There was a musical level, um, and then the final boss was like a Beethoven's ghost, like playing the piano and like firing music notes at oh, you no. and stuff. But I, mean, I think it would be cool for it go- to be like. I just love Sorry? how you went from talking about like Bioshock to Luigi's Mansion with literally nothing. They're the same. That's wonderful. They're the same game. Uh, I, I don't know. I think this could be a good idea because like, you, who are some other? Let's all name all the composers we know. <laughs> oh uh, no, um, Tchaikovsky. There you go. Uh, we've already said Mozart. Chopin. Chopin. Um, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, Chopin. Handel. Yeah, Handel's a thing. Strauss. <laughs> Warner. I'm carrying the team, guys. <laughs> you gotta. Man, my musical theory. No, what, just what, below. You, what you have you... to get more points. Like the more you know about the history, the more you know like the way to fight these like yeah, exactly. Monsters. You have to like. What are some? Who are some? Have musical history. No, who like... are some British composers? They had to have some, right? I guess they maybe had some, but I'm just gonna <laughs> pretend I know. I know like. No, I don't know any. Oh, it sounds like you would be bad at this game then. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd be dead in the first five minutes. I'm not very, not very. You have confident. to like. Th- I think the way to. I think the way we have to do this is like with music theory is the only way to. Like you have to like understand like intervals and harmonics and stuff like that uh, in order to progress. You have to pretty much compose a musical number oh using God. your controller. Yeah, <laughs> yes, you need to compose a musical number that that is it's like better an, than in, theirs. It's better than, than one of their <laughs> real ones. <laughs> No pressure. Using, then, yeah, critically. Acclaimed. Yeah, just just using the buttons on your your controller. 
Uh, oh, oh! What if this is a Switch game and you have to use the Joy Cons to like conduct your orchestra? Yes. But what if or you is have that like same like really clumsy like guitar system in The Last of Us Two that was like impossible? Oh uh, yeah. The one that everyone said was fun, but everyone was collectively lying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, this is a good one. We can we can put a pin in this. We can maybe come back to it. Yeah. Um. All right, from Strain42 on Discord, Five Nights at Freddy's parody, but you have to you have a door with a normal lock on it, but the problem is throughout the night you have to keep going to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, so I'm guessing, like, yeah, the animatronics will also, like, try and catch you while you're peeing, and you've got to somehow distract them so you can make a beeline. We could definitely combine this yeah. with our other VR game from earlier. <laughs> oh, yeah. There we go. So not only that, but the animatronics... Do you want to you to cut that off? Yeah, I can see this working. So it's also yeah. a trip to and from the bathroom. Yeah, there, there's 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 a lot of elements to this. Like the getting to the bathroom and getting back. Like you know, Freddie might be there or one of his friends. I haven't played the game. Um, uh, yeah, is one of them a dinosaur? I haven't played. I, I haven't played this, but like, do they have to pee? Is there like any human there, or are they just completely like? I think it's also the idea of Freddie. Can we yeah, combine this nights... with the zipper game? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what we're doing. I, th- I think we have to. Um, I, I, I like this idea. We're gonna we're gonna push those together. We'll we'll come back to this. Um, Want to p- move through some of these? I guess less effort, lower effort ones I got from some friends. Um, not, like not from my friend. Anyone out here? Yeah. <laughs> like from my friend Annie, who sent just "You're the zombie?" Question <laughs> mark. I can wow. be a zombie. <laughs> You're the, so, like, when's the twist gonna come? Because Listen, the twist... It'll be, pretty, it'll be pretty evident that you're a zombie early on. The twist has to be the question mark at the end. That's the heat for this. You're the zombie? Like, are you the zombie? It. It's a surprise. Yeah. It can't In be... This is so... Mu- okay, listen to me. In Soma, which is a horror game where you, you like, play, like, half the game, and then you re- find out you're a robot. I guess spoilers for Soma. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so, like, you're just living your life, like, in the middle of, like, you're just walking to a place. You think it's a normal day for you, but, like, actually, you're, like, hunting people for brains. But, like, and you find out, like, well, mid-bite of brain, like, oh, wait, I'm a zombie. Oh, okay, so the screen could be rendering something like, I'm eating a bowl of spaghetti, and then, like, it sort of pans out, and you realize you're eating someone's brain. Oh, okay, I mean, I feel like that's, that's got a bit of potential there. That could maybe You're work. the zombie? Okay, how yeah. about, let's take it from this angle. This is sort of an Among Us situation. Okay. Somebody is among somebody in your friend group is a zombie, and they reveal themselves, and it's like you're the zombie, or yes. like you're the zombie. You're going about your day. People are like, but people see you being the zombie, but you don't notice it. So they're like shooting you in the brain, and you're like, this is kind of like, rude. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't you're- know. I just- I'm just trying to figure out how this is going to work, though, because, like... <laughs> it seems like zombie... you would know if you were a zombie is the yeah, problem. Yeah, like, that's, that's the problem. Is, like, zombies aren't, like, vampires. They can't... They're not known for their ability to fit in, so... Can we just... tie this at... Can we at all tie this to the the flailing Walking Dead license? Those fans of that franchise will buy fucking anything we put yeah, out. It doesn't say. have to be good. It, it, abso- <laughs> like... it actually... It specifically can't be good at this point. <laughs> And to I mean, be honest, this would actually right, probably be better than the recent <laughs> Walking Dead game. You know, the online one. Yeah, the. Oh God. It's yeah. it's it's it startles and terrifies me that like the the comics and the the Telltale games were like so good, and just everything about else about that franchise is so bad. <laughs> um. 
All right, we'll, we'll, we'll put a hold on. I think you're the zombie could maybe be like a, a modifier to another one of our ideas. We'll hold is, on like, to it. If, if that's the name, you're the zombie question mark. Like that's just, yeah. all, that's giving the twist away, you know? <laughs> you it doesn't have to be the title. We'll, we'll hold on to it. Um, okay. So from, from dearth on, on discord, I have haunted water bottle. Another really high effort idea. <laughs> I mean, spooky. Oh. <laughs> what would a haunted water bottle look like? There's a ghost I mean, in it? Something that scares me is when I've got cramps and I do a hot water bottle and I make it too hot and it burns me, so that's pretty scary. Um, I'm not sure I'm how you incorporate that into a video burst. game. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, it could burst. It could it could spill. I'm not sure yeah. how that works gameplay-wise, but Or like that's genie scary. situation, like you rub the outside of it like, uh, this is not a genie, it's a ghost. Yeah. It's haunted. <laughs> in my mind, what I'm thinking is like you, you you just like grab your water bottle off your desk and you start drinking and you spit it out and you're like, this is ectoplasm. <laughs> I feel like the problem is that doesn't have to specifically be a water bottle, so it's, it raises more questions. Like, why is it a water bottle? Why would you want to drink from your water bottle? Um, but that that's scary in itself, you know, that someone would be unhinged enough to drink from their water bottle, so... Yeah. It would be a terrible place to yeah. be confined for the rest of eternity. <laughs> um, Alright, from uh, from Ryu on, on Discord, we have Alien versus Kramer versus Kramer versus Predator, which was maybe the only good name suggestion we've gotten this week. <laughs> <laughs> um, good. Okay, so both Kramers are in this, the Alien and the Predator. Are these classes, do you think? Is this a class-based shooter? <laughs> Like, Kramer's on both teams. and like There's two different Kramers. One of them's a healer and one is a tank. Oh, no. Um, okay, listen, this is like a Borderlands situation, right? There's four classes. It's a, it's a four-person co-op looter shooter, right? Um, there's, the, there's the alien class, the Kramer class, the Kramer class, and the <laughs> Predator class. That's so good. <laughs> Which Kramer can choose? Can can we get Arnold Schwarzenegger in on this? He's not doing anything right now. I mean, I feel like I mean he was in that recent Terminator film, so I feel like he's pretty much up. He was, yeah, he's probably back for this. We probably have enough money to hey get him back in this. He was the governor for eight years, huh? (laughs) He was the governor of California. Um, so he punches out. He'd be up for it, yeah. If anyone has any, like, sort of ideas we can pile on top of this, I, I feel like we're missing the heat on this one. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll come back. Uh, how about this one? From uh, This is from my friends... So this is from my friends Manny and Bree. They tag-teamed their, their collective intellect together to make this startlingly bad suggestion. <laughs> hey, boy. Which is, a middle-aged man is just trying to do menial tasks in his life, but he keeps messing up, like overdue rent, taxes, missing jury duty, etc. It's called Time Crisis. Okay. They already made Time Crisis. I don't know what to do with this. Are you like buying Time Crisis and this is the one you get up with and you're in a whole is new kind of crisis? Time crisis is about? Okay. You know, okay, has anyone played Time Crisis? Like yeah. the arcade game? Yeah, Not like you well, It's just a it. it's just a light gun game where you have it's just an arcade game where you shoot like you know zombies through time or something. It's like it's not really a high concept kind of thing like this. So maybe we can no. can we maybe spell time crisis differently and, and get away with that? Or I oh, mean, I, d- I haven't seen the time crisis cabinet in a in a while, so I feel like yeah. at some point that I don't think arcades are doing to... super well at this specific no. moment in our history. So because of that, I feel like you know give it a few a few days or something, and I'm sure time crisis enters the public domain, and then we can claim it and make our own horror game sorted. Yeah. Okay. So 
is this is this much of a horror game though? The guys just kind of live his life, I guess. <laughs> Menial task. And just like, I don't know, this I... is Sims Four. <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly Sims this, Four. Okay, Sans jury duty. Um, <laughs> And by the way, the jury. Okay, don't don't think for one second EA is not working on a jury duty <laughs> DLC right now. <laughs> oh, and we would pay for it. <laughs> um, okay, how about this one uh, again from Ryu on on Discord? Uh, you've forgotten your anniversary, and you have to buy your wife a present on Black Friday uh, so she doesn't find out. This is some more psychological horror than anything. <laughs> I, lo- I, I love how that that's come from someone who's married as well. So you know. Yeah, that, I'm actually yeah. one, looking at this and wondering if Tim like maybe forgot to buy Kate a present. <laughs> for, uh, for buy- <laughs> um, is this? Can we do anything? Can we maybe combine this with one of our earlier ideas, like the haunted water bottle? <laughs> you buy your wife a haunted water bottle <laughs> the day before Christmas, and that's all you have to give her. <laughs> oh man. Um, okay, uh, I've been, uh, oh, I forgot this one here, uh, from Hightower on, on Discord, uh, we have Alien Self-Isolation, <laughs> which is just, I guess, an alien going through quarantine with the rest of us. <laughs> You're the zombie? The best question. <laughs> You're the zombie? The bit about Alien Isolation was just being, like, trapped and claustrophobic so you just got to go to town on that and just make it more claustrophobic until you're just in one room the entire game it's genius the room gets smaller and smaller this is <laughs> this is this is the game the room but you're the alien from alien isolation <laughs> and you have to solve environmental puzzles to get out of the room but once you leave the room it's it, it turns out that the you, zombie. you you're, you're the zombie yeah. <laughs> genius Genius. Oh my god, it's it's all going full circle. Like, um, it's all coming together. Wow. All right. So I've been I've been sitting on this one because it is by far our best submission. Um, my, oh no. My friend Grace <laughs> found this flyer. I guess it's a it's sort of a. Uh, I'm gonna try to read it to you and describe it to you. It's it's hard to do. Um. So just bear with me. Um. It's sort of a flyer, an advertisement. It says wet yoga class at the top. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and there is a uh, there's a, a person there. I, I can't quite tell actually if it's a man or a woman. What, what do you think? Um, it's a person. Uh, it's a person. Um, and they're saying, please do not eat onions 48 hours before class. Um, there is oh. a lot more though, so bear with me, please. Um, okay. You will be completely soaked in herbal liquid. Attendees must learn to fold slash unfold their genitals. Do not attend if you can't hold your breath for 33 lunar seconds. Oh no. Um, um, and then it says what? buckets. Hold on, I'm not done yet. Please, <laughs> buckets and rags available for six dollars. Free tree bark snack is provided. Oh, there no. will be loud screaming. And then at the bottom, <laughs> there's some little tiny text. I'm going to try to read. Please bring signed waiver agreeing to allow the great horned owl to observe you, you silently for the duration of the wet yoga practice. That is some kind of horror. Let me tell you. <laughs> I mean, we don't even have to add anything to that. <laughs> yeah, like, we have to do anything. That's the whole game. Yeah. Right, pack it up. We're sending that out. What um? <laughs> Wait, the old, the guy earlier who like failed at menial tasks, like he would fail at like eating the onion. Do you, you want to send happens, him to wet yoga you know, class? What happens when you eat the onion within forty eight hours of the class? That's a good idea. So let's let's figure that out. Why cannot we eat onion now? It, it says, please do not eat onion. Now it says, please do not eat onions forty eight hours before class. It's weird. I think it's worded in a weird way because it sounds like when the clock like strikes 12 that day, like do not be eating an onion at that time. 
if you think about it, this is actually quite difficult because cooked onions are in quite a lot of dishes. So that means you can't have bolognese, um, pasta. Yeah. yeah. For, so for forty eight hours, we're gonna we're gonna have to sort of go onion free. But like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe we could stick to some sort of simple things like a pizza. Um, I'm I'm worried. I, I think I feel like we haven't talked enough about. Or, or maybe we're just avoiding the elephant in the room, which is the uh, folding and unfolding of genitals. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I thought maybe I heard that. correctly there. I thought, um, no, that, that can't be what you just Listen, said. Uh, are, is this going to be I like a fade to black situation, or is this going to be like press X to fold your genitals? <laughs> yeah, it's something that they must learn at this wet yoga class. It's like, uh, I'm imagining, there... for some reason, the graphics I'm imagining for this game are like heavy rain models for some reason. Oh, it has to be heavy rain. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna um, try to I'm gonna try to figure out 30, 33 lunar seconds to Earth seconds. I want to see how long this this game lasts. Twenty four so hours a day? No. Wait. Um, a lunar second is 0.984 terrestrial seconds. Okay, so, okay, so it comes out less... to twenty seven point three Earth seconds. So less than thirty seconds. Okay. Okay. So this is this is sort of a Majora's Mask situation where you have thirty seconds to do the thing and then the world ends and you have to try again. Like they're telling us in lunar seconds, so there's got to be like aliens from the, great, the moon involved. Is the great horned owl the boss, or is he helping you? <laughs> <laughs> or is the instructor of the class maybe the boss? <laughs> no, but I feel like that's that, that's the point. You don't know. It's like that game you were talking about earlier about the psychosis. <laughs> it makes you question everything. You get to the yeah. end. Uh, the the lo- you get to the end of your thirty three lunar second cycle, and the teacher comes up to you and starts just eating your brains, and you're like, "You're the zombie! <laughs> <laughs> you're the zombie!" <laughs> <laughs> no, unfold your genitals, please. I want to also no, mention I- that there is an image on this picture on this flyer of a a woman with her arms outstretched, getting I guess a spray tan. I don't know. What does that look like? She's still getting wet. It just looks like they're spraying her with water, maybe, but she's glistening. She's very toned. Um, (laughs) You know what? This is is reminding me. I think this could be our Five Nights at Freddy's (laughs) spinoff. How are you fitting this into the Five Nights at Freddy's cutting your dick off in the bathroom game? Stick with me here, okay? Fold your... Oh my god, if you forget to fold your genitals! (laughs) Do not forget! (laughs) The Five Nights... There we go. The whole thing about Five Nights at Freddy's is that it's this, like, obviously bad idea to have these, like, creepy-looking animatronics, and someone's got to watch over them overnight, and it's a job that sucks, but they keep going back to it, and it's, like, one of these things where you just think this was a bad idea from the start, why do people do it? But now it's happened, you're stuck here, you curse. That's the same thing with this yoga thing. Like, it's it's just, like, one of those, like, dystopian... Why did anyone think this is a, the, the folly of man has created this? It's capitalism again, I think. We, we keep coming back to that. But it's sort of... And it's like Rapture and Bioshock as well. I might be rambling now to make this make any sort of sense. But I think... Um, I don't actually know what I think anymore. I've lost my you know what? Thought. You know what I'm seeing, though, that I think all of us have been glossing over? Because we haven't talked about monetization for this. And okay. you know what I'm seeing? I'm seeing buckets and rags are available for $6. And I'm thinking <laughs> microtransactions. <laughs> yes, no, that's pretty scary. Yes. So, (laughs) that's the yeah. You get to the you're at the wet yoga class, and there's a there's a pop up, and it's like if you go to the store and pay six dollars, you can get buckets and rags for this wet yoga class. How would that benefit you? How do the do you think it like helps you survive the class? It like to dry yourself off as you're getting wet. Is the bucket a weapon? There's a lot of like (laughs) moistness going on here, so I feel like that is going to come in handy. Yeah. 
Is this sort of a Wii Fit extension, do you think? <laughs> I don't know. Like, personally, my Wii Fit has never, like, chucked water over me or cut my genitals off, but you could be playing it differently. <laughs> it's a new kind of Wii. <laughs> it's, a, it's a new... It's the Wii 2. Um, <laughs> that's... I, I feel like this... There's something here. I just... I feel like we're not connecting it. Um, I think that... <laughs> I'm, I'm not need, sure what there is to connect it's to. It's the onions. The, this, <laughs> it's the onions are... Did we have any... The ha- I think the haunted water bottle can easily fit into a wet yoga class, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I like we are hyper focusing on the on the genitals and the onions. I think those those are the USPs here. We need to do something. Okay, yeah, they're yeah. Gonna, we need and to stray. Free, th- look, the free tree bark snack provided that to me sounds like a pre order bonus. <laughs> you pre order this game, you get a free tree bark snack. <laughs> We've mentioned monetization so much that you just know EA is going to be in our inboxes like shit. So EA's going to love. I I think we do have to sell this one to EA. I don't think yeah. anyone yeah. else is going to get this one out the door. <laughs> this can be one of their like. This can be part of their like their little indie initiative, you know, to get those like those indie games out there under their <laughs> banner. Um, I'm. There will be loud screaming. Also makes me worry because it, it seems like. Is this a multiplayer game or is this single play? Do you think this is like a is this like a multiplayer online thing or is this like a hyper focused single player narrative like I mean, story driven game? I feel like anything that involves cutting genitals off has got to be single player. That would just be a bit awkward <laughs> online. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not asking you to cut other people's genitals off. That's not what I suggested. <laughs> I'm just saying that, that like it's a crazy thing to say when we're already dealing with. <laughs> onions and fucking tree bark and yeah so anything's on the table here yeah i'm just trying to see if we can you're the zombie you're the zombie um okay i is the name of this game just wet yoga class it doesn't really seem like it rolls off the tongue very well but it's it's like it's a misleading title literature club you know i guess so okay i want to also try something that um They've done on uh, on on Cool Games Inc. to sort of get the title. So, uh, Ree, 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 why don't you and I try this first? So, uh, we're gonna count down to three, and I'm gonna say a word that's related to yoga, and you're gonna say a word that's related to like water or being wet or something. Okay, and we're gonna combine those, and we're gonna we're gonna find the the, the heat right, in this. Okay. This. All right. Three, two, one. Refreshing. Namaste. <laughs> So we got refreshing namaste. So refreshing namaste. <laughs> it's like it makes you believe it's gonna be super calming, and then you show up. Okay, so to so, yoga so this this is one of those like idle mobile games that we sell as like a relaxation tool. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then super misleading. We connect it to your food tracker app just to make sure you're not eating any onions. <laughs> Okay, I want to try, we're going to one more of those, because, like, what we really need here is um, sort of, like, we need a mechanic, right? Like, we need something that we're going to be, like, doing that that no one else is, is doing that's going to separate us from all the other mobile, um, you know, wet yoga I, I feel like ma- nothing about this there. game is on the market right now, so I think we're safe. <laughs> <laughs> the most original. Okay, um, so uh, we're, we're going to... Uh, Okay, uh, Jess, we're going to do another countdown, and why don't you, you say something, you say a word related to nature, okay? And okay. Becca, I want you to say something like a game mechanic word, okay? Just anything like a video game word, okay? <laughs> Alright, one, two, three. Birds. Jump scare. <laughs> what did you say? Birds. Bird jump scares. <laughs> jump scare. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that, that actually fits in with the Great Hornell, I guess. <laughs> Here we 
Can we find a way to bring it in? Okay, so the great one now does jump scares. This is a this is a game you play in thirty three second <laughs> bursts. <laughs> <laughs> trying to avoid the great owl jump scare at the end. It's really super no, relaxing. I, I am, like a namaste. No, I am going to have to uh, leave it there, guys. Okay, thanks for sticking around this I'm long. So, I'm surprised you I'm did. So <laughs> your your parting words were, were bird. Um, bird, bird jump scare. It's been I, I can't wait to play it. <laughs> God. It thank you for your contribution, though. Okay, thank you. Bye. Um, <laughs> night. Oh, also, Jess, would you? Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay, a horror game where Jess doesn't let you finish your sentences. <laughs> okay, well, um, I, I guess we'll we'll move. I, I guess we're we're shipping out. Um, what was it called? Relaxing Namaste. Relaxing Namaste. <laughs> bird jump scares. Well, bird bird jump scares is not in the title. Um, no. Relaxing Namaste is coming to Android and iOS um, this, this fall. This is becoming even um, more like Doki Doki Literature Club because that sounds like a cute little <laughs> fucking like um, dating sim. We and cannot. Like we we, we can't put this on Steam because people are going to tag it psychological yeah. horror and like ruin it for everyone. Exactly. Whereas like you know, relaxing Namaste sounds like a yoga game, and it's like boom, there's a bird in your face and some genitals being cut off. One. <laughs> one one problem we're gonna run into, I think, is that you can refund games on like the App Store oh, no. um, for the first twenty four hours. So it's, it's a thirty second this, game. No, so what we what what we need what we need to do is it needs to, you can only play one like session a day, one class a day, and the first class needs to be like good and actually relaxing. <laughs> okay. And then once we're out of that refund window, you can sort of unleash the horned owl. But the problem is like the the, the game itself is, isn't only thirty three lunar seconds long. Yeah, but each session is 33 seconds okay. long, and it's like, I have to, it's one of those things where you replay the same thing over and over, just trying to get it, it right, you know, the exact combination Ooh, of things correct. And the winning is the owl and the tree bark? Is the, I think the win condition is that you are accepted by the great horned owl. <laughs> but I think this is, I think, I think this is something that you can, uh, that we want you to play every day, right? And it's going to be littered with ads. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> This is going to be a paid app. It's going to cost twenty US dollars, and it is also going to have a just full banner ads the entire Look, time. Look, for the effort we've put into this, I feel like the consumers will understand that we need to be compensated for it. You know, we've put in like a good fifteen minutes of brainstorming here, <laughs> which is, I mean, to be fair, far more than we've done for any of the other ideas. <laughs> Okay. Um, all right. Let's uh, we're, well. Let's ship it out. Uh, relaxing the Uh Okay. Let's uh, let's let's close out here. Um, what is the scariest video game monster in your opinion, and why do you think that you could kill it specifically? Oh, 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 so... <laughs> what do you think you would do to outsmart it? Oh my goodness. Oh god. Okay. Um, my I briefly played Resident Evil Two Remake, so it's got to be Mister X. Okay. Uh, I was gonna do Mister uh, X. I stole it. Uh, <laughs> Um, but I mean, oh. thankfully. Okay, how would you? How would you I fight mean, it's him? It's super easy because he's like pretty slow. I would just speed. I would I, <laughs> just I would, leave. Was I would my speed idea. walk outside, like out of the of the <laughs> police department. Uh, Can't trip. It's crazy because it's not even necessary to actually run. <laughs> exactly, you just have to walk at your normal pace. Walk briskly. I, mean, yeah. like, I was playing the game, and like I don't know much about the the story. I was like like half paying attention. Um, but like if I was if I was Clara Leon, like I would simply just leave the police department. You know, like why don't they do that? That's that's my plan. 
Uh, yeah. No, I'm definitely one, like, if I was in the Resident Evil, just stay in the main room where none of the zombies magically get in. You just hang out there forever. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I was also thinking about Pyramid Head. Oh, that's a good um, one. I think that's a hard one because I, I think maybe just showing him sort of some other shapes might confuse him. <laughs> uh, was my idea. Like, this is a cube, this is a sphere kind of an idea. Um... What, do you think Spearhead would do okay in a fight against him? Who do you think would win? <laughs> Spearhead. I, I like the idea of Squarehead. Oh, I sure like Squarehead just because the name is funny. Squarehead? Yeah, Squarehead. Squarehead Spongepants. <laughs> um, we love, I love him. Love his show. <laughs> um, okay, cool. Uh, Becca, what was your... Oh, man. I don't know. That's... I would not survive is the thing. <laughs> okay, interesting. It <laughs> does not matter the monster. I would find a way to fail and trip him and <laughs> end up on the ground. Awesome. Um, okay, well, I think this has been a rousing success. Oh, yeah. Um, very scary. Uh, honestly, I, I do I do probably want to try to do the, the, the you know, Cool Games Inc. ripoff thing again at some oh, point yeah, in the future. Really uh, so please, yeah, it's fun. Yeah, send in your submissions. Um so uh yeah let's let's close out thank you to todd howard for uh oh for um the no he actually didn't do that one <laughs> i was thinking of the vault from new vegas is there, is there scary in skyrim um load times on the ps3 <laughs> i'll get you okay to be fair um Fallout 4 does have one of the scariest things that's ever happened in a video game to me which is the the winchester manor mm. um in nuka world which is, I don't know if you've uh, gotten there, but there's a uh, there's a part in Nuka World, uh, the the DLC, where there's like a it's like a uh, Disney's haunted mansion kind of a ride kind of a thing, you know? It's in a theme park, but you go in there like long after it's you know not being used anymore, and there's um th- there's it's so crazy, it's so it's done so well, but basically you find all these notes about how this family like died here, blah blah blah, and you're like, oh, it's all part of the ride, whatever. You know, it's full of ghouls, right? It's like, oh, there's a bunch of zombies in here, whatever. But there's a part, and it doesn't happen the same way for any two people, but like it during you use vats one time, and then when it like shows the third person view of your character mm-hmm. briefly, you see the girl behind you, like oh, standing behind okay. you. Okay, that waiting. sounds that sounds scary. <laughs> okay, thanks for that, Todd. I'm gonna have nightmares. All right, <laughs> good job. Um, also, uh, the I will say that in Fallout Three, I think the whole uh, Oasis thing was very scary with the tree heart man oh, <laughs> who God, scared me a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, he's in the first two games um, as well, but he was not nearly yeah. as scary in those ones. So shout out to Bethesda. No, like, I think I think time time has hardened him. Quite, I think quite literally. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, thanks Todd Howard for that because that was pretty nightmarish as well. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess I guess Bethesda did the evil within sort of. So we'll, we'll give him that one. Um, okay uh let's uh let's wrap up so thank you for joining us um you can find all our stuff at gameluster.com uh you can find all our videos at youtube.com slash gameluster um reed do you have any specific plugs oh let me think uh well we've just i think i plugged this last time but i'm gonna do it again just because the team have just finished now covering uh indicates festival anywhere and everywhere um and they covered a whole bunch of indie titles and it, uh, there were some really interesting ones there we did some interviews as well uh 100 recommend checking that out on the website okay nice yeah um just for anyone i know our, our many fans are curious but 
Um, the, the Final Fantasy X video, I had to, like, kind of push off because I had to get the Halloween videos in before <laughs> Halloween happened. Um, but that'll be coming to you probably in the next week or so. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I think that's, uh, Becca, do you have anything you want to plug? What are you, what are you working on creatively to sort of pursue your passions? <laughs> so many things. <laughs> and by that I mean nothing. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, that sounds great. Uh, so you just want to, like, plug being alive, I guess? And... Yes, maintaining life for yeah. now. <laughs> maintaining the status quo is what we're all about here. Um, okay, so I guess we didn't really have a, a winner this week, so, um, uh, I'm just gonna close out, um, and, uh, send everyone off with a relaxing namaste. <laughs> zero potential jump scares. And, God. Oh, and, uh, please, <laughs> don't, no, no, please don't. No, it says no jump scares on the app store. It says no onions. jump scares. Please do not eat onions 48 hours after listening to this podcast. <laughs> for there's a, there, is the a, there is a content warning for birds, and it's unexplained <laughs> in the app store description. <laughs> okay. okay, thank you.